This is Kate Brenton with Rebirth, a podcast about women changing lives by living their own. Today we have Ronnie Groff here with us, and she's a flower essence practitioner, an artist, and a very dear beloved friend. Ronnie and I have known each other for, I think, 10 plus years, and um, she's with us today to take us on a journey on a, a practice that I don't know if a lot of people know about, but can serve um, a really wide population. So I'm excited to talk to Ronnie and see what she has to share and, and share her with you. So how are you today, Ronnie? I'm doing great. I'm really glad to be here. Thank you. I want people to know a little bit about your backstory about before you became a flower essence practitioner. So some of you have a lot of roles, mother, grandmother, artist, teacher, flower essence practitioner. What was, can you share a little bit about your art and teaching before flower essences came in or not that it has to be separate journey, but just, um, I, um, I began my journey in art when my children were little, and um, I went to school for it a little bit, and I went to school for teaching, and somehow it came together, and I was given a job at Friends Central, and I went at just about the same time I got a studio, and so I started to jostle those two things together oh, really? for 15 years. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I, um, I spent a lot of time in my studio. I think it became my practice, my own like spiritual practice in my studio, and I loved, loved teaching. I loved working with the children. I had a um, I taught art, which I love, and it fed me really and helped grow me in so many ways. And I um, then had a reading from this um, man in my 40s who said, oh, you have to learn from nature. And there was this loud explosion of which I thought must be a truck backfiring, but it wasn't. It was actually in the room. And he said, oh, they really want you to know this. <laughs> but I spent about eight years asking people, what does it mean to learn from nature? I grew up at the Jersey oh. Shore. I grew up by the beach. I didn't grow up in the garden. I didn't grow up in the woods. But I had the marshes. But um, all of a sudden, uh, flower essence comes into my life through a friend. Uh, my teacher actually comes to my door, comes in the house, stands there eight years later, and speaks about flower essences. And from the first moment he spoke, I just knew that was my de next destiny. That was where I went. And slowly, over the first four or five years, I gave up, started giving up teaching. I started going less and less, and finally just had to walk away. So wait, when you had your student and you started teaching children art, how old were your own children? Uh, when I, well, I first started um, having a gallery. I actually had, mm -hmm. I forgot about that. I had a gallery first, and, and Mira was little. She was about seven or eight and would run around at the shows and things oh, like that. And fun. so, and then when she was in her teens, I had a studio, early teens, um, 13 and up. I had a studio from 92 until um, I think oh, about 07, 08. How do you think that affected your children being around that? That's interesting. Uh, I think that, uh, hmm, I, you know something? I don't know. But I, I think that Jade. Did, was less affected. Mira used to come to class with me, and she made beautiful art. But she was very nonchalant about it. But she had fun, and uh, I, I would do little things with them, but not in the way you would think so, because it was really my practice, and they were wove in and out of it. I think that's beautiful. I mean, I was, you know, I didn't know you then, obviously, but to have children that are witnessing a mother that's fully present, mm -hmm. but then is also having her own practice. I mean, that's that's a. That's an accomplishment and a balance to have. I know a lot of women that feel like they can do one or the other, or they might be dropping one. But I think if you <clears throat> can have both of them in balance, you're actually giving a lot to your children, is right. what it might sound like. I think they would probably agree to some degree. Some <laughs> but I, I would go from teaching to my studio, and I needed to be there to make art. You have to spend a lot of time. Sure. So, but when Mira went off to school, and or she went, and then she went off to do her life, I went back to school and got a master's in fine arts, and that's the last thing I did. And I found um, my more spiritual center as um, my senior, my last year of that. My art was about spirituality. I had been to India to visit my uh, youngest daughter and then came back. And that began the spiral of changing everything. And, that, and then and then was that before you met your flower essence teacher? Right, yeah, a couple years before. And how did he end up in your living room? Uh, my daughter, older daughter Jade, who's mm -hmm. an herbalist, and she... Uh, 
wanted to do this flower essence class and couldn't do it. So she said to our neighbor, oh, you've got to go see him. And uh, they both had a mutual friend who was studying with him. Mm-hmm. And she comes back, our friend Joanne comes back and says, oh, my God, you guys, you have to study with him. And I'm going to bring him to your living room. Because I had emptied my living room after India. It was completely empty. Oh. It was open to lots of sitting on the floor and, um, and just space. And he comes in and he gets it. He, he's kind of spiritual. And he just came in and spent three months coming to my house and teaching from uh, New Hampshire. And thus well, that, began, I mean, yeah. part of this I already know, but in this moment, just for people that are listening, it, it, it is truly how you live your life open. I mean, you really live an open, you and your husband live a very open and generous space. Yeah, I think we have open doors. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> I, I do remember the first time I went to your house, I'm like, they have no furniture in their living room. Like, I had no, and that, but it was the beginning of under, now that's, I mean, actually it's changed, right? But yes. Um, just sharing if someone's dropping into this right now to hear that they're, they're, did you were you raised in an environment where that was common, where people were going to India and it was very a lot of different traditions and not at all, I mean, not at right. all. So that was a journey for yourself too, right. to to kind of like go from, we'll say more like a conventional mindset. Is that a fair way to put it? Yes. That you kind of had to like break break that open. Absolutely. At, so they don't understand. <laughs> I think that's common though. They say a lot of times when you have part of part of opening up a new horizon is that you kind of have to walk onto that ledge by yourself right right? yes and I just want to say that when I was teaching Mm -hmm. kids who who were the first in their family to to step out in a different way would find their way to my classroom Mm -hmm. and found a way to an after-school art class that became not about art as much as it was about gathering and being different and being okay with it and being like a pioneer for certain things Plus, my flower essences started to end up in class. I taught oh, in a they? private school. I could bring in sprays, and I could ask the kids. I had a focus spray, and kids would come in all wired, and I'd say, you know, if, go smell that. If it smells good, would you spray yourself with it? And oh, what a I would watch way to them. them yeah. too. Absolutely. And I would, I would watch them focus in at least better than they did before. And I had, I would leave it out for like the kids when they got to upper school, they'd come back before a test and they just would get use a spray. It. Yeah. <laughs> so let me pause just in case someone is like, what are you talking about this space? Can you explain to me what a flower essence is? And then you can explain to me what the spray is that you're talking about. Right. Okay. So a flower essence, basically you have to start with a seed. The seed is, um, consciousness. A lot of, uh, there's a writing and then some uh, channeling in by Guru Das. It's an amazing book on flower essences and gem essences, and he talks about the flower being a, uh, that the the seed is a con- is con- pure consciousness, hmm. mainly because it does not do anything but what it's supposed to be. It doesn't um, resist being put into the earth. It doesn't um, be afraid to break through the darkness and kind of come up, and then it just becomes what it's meant to be it doesn't say i think now i really want to be a rose i know i'm supposed to be borage but i don't really want to be that that hangs over a little bit and the rose like just smells so good there is not that dialogue that we have with our minds anyway nature just is pure that way and so it, it takes this consciousness and it becomes let's say the plant and the plant takes all its energy to make the flower so when that flower comes up there's so much in it that's dynamic. Plus, look at the um, sacred geometry that's in flowers. I look at them, and I'm just awed. And I, um, and so from that place, you go to a plant to make a flower essence. You go to a, a tree. You go to a bush, and you have to find a way to communicate with nature. You have to open to the so energy of in, of nature. Now it leads me into later on believe in understanding the energetics of everything. But let's just take that this is energy, and you come into that energy, you open to it. And nature is like, just to say to someone who's listening to this, if you take, and you're wondering about the energy, when you take a walk in the woods, Mm -hmm. when you go into your garden and you're gardening, whatever you choose, whenever you go outside, sometimes people, when they get upset, do that. When they're, Mm -hmm. when they just want to be happier, they go, I just want to do the whole gambit. And so that's because there's an energy there. And so you connect with that energy, you ask permission, and you have to find a way to have a yes and a no answer so that you really can do it. And I've been turned away. So I'll ask the plant, you know, um, can I make you? And when you do that, 
and you open to that, then you can decide whether to take the plant off. So you get a bowl to put this in, mm -hmm. and it's got water. And it's funny, I was always taught the bowl had to be plain, no markings. And funny, I went away to Maui with my teacher and a group of people to make essences, and we used ball jars with all the writing all over it and all the design all over it. And I'm like, <clears> okay. Funny. And I'm good at throwing things out, mm -hmm. but that was what I stuck to for a long time. So you take your clear bowl, and you take your water and you take your intention and you go to that plant or that tree or the bush and the, just the flower and you ask and you either take it or put it into the water and then it goes into sunlight. And there is a, an exchange that happens. And just recently in science, they did a thing where they put um, water, the flowers in water, and they noticed that the imprinting, that the flowers, I, I don't know whether they did a cellular thing, how they knew, but the flower totally imprinted the water. Really? Which, yes. Just, at Germany, they just did it because they did it. What happened was they asked people to hold water, and they had it, each person had a cer certain sacred geometry design in the water that permeated their water. And if they touched another thing of water, it would be the same thing. They'd have this. So then when they did it with a flower, they found the same thing, which is what I, we've known just from communing with nature. But now science is really backing us up on it and then you sit with the flower essence which now is made in water in sunlight sacred lights you know photons that whole sacred um, thing at the quantum level that's happening and then you take that and at the end of it you add it to brandy and water to, to brandy uh, to preserve it and right. stop the action of it and then you have to sit with it you have to know what it is you taste it you you take it in, you meditate with it. What is your medicine? You, you know, you ask. But you also do prayers beforehand even. Give me your medicine, ask for your the things. And, and then you get your messages, and this becomes a flower essence. Flower essences now, you can, you know, you buy them from all over. Can't you even get them at Whole Foods? Yes, you can. So yeah. they're just like anything in life, like just some people are like, wait. For some people might understand what this is and roll with it but if some people are like where do you even go for this right you could Simple. you could go into whole foods now we might talk about later on there's different kinds and just like anything else if what you can find at target is not what you're going to find at an artist studio right right, 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 right personally right. made but it is accessible if you in right most, and they're good the ones i have there mm -hmm. they're, yeah they're fes they're bach and that's he's the first one who came into the modern time and actually did all this and communed with uh, nature. And he was a doctor who gave up his practice because he said that it's the emotions, it's the emotional body that's causing uh, people's illnesses. I don't even want to deal with your illnesses anymore. I only want to deal with your emotions. I didn't know that. Yeah, and he actually would know how to diagnose, but he would turn away from the diagnosis to go into the emotional aspect and treat them. And they were he was having success, of course, he um, and he destroyed all the things he did beforehand. And he used to work with the intestinal tract. His whole thing oh, wow. was to take some a part out of your uh, intestines, like not just from through a needle, mm -hmm. and then make a serum for your intestines to to make them healthier. Because he felt that was the 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 seed for all. Um, wellness and illness. Digestion, which is, Di is yeah. a common idea in a lot exactly. of... Exactly, and it right. still is. I do believe it still is. But he really, his destiny was to come up, to bring into modern time flower essences. See, I think that this has been, this is an ancient practice mm -hmm. along with herbs. I mean, the whole idea of, you know, the flowers healing, like the herbs, all that, all is in the same, same genre. And it was early people, that's what they used to heal. The other thing I'm hearing in what you're what jumped out to me in, in the making of a flower essence is the permission. And I would say in modern culture, there's not a lot about permission. There's about pow like if you have the money to have something or you have the network or the, or the desire, you just expect to have something. And I'm hearing you say, well, I've been denied, you know, and wanting yes. to go make a flower essence. And so I'm hearing a whole different mind shift, right? You know, so for that, for healing, or even if we don't want to use the word healing, we'll just say creating a balance or just, um, get into this a little, a little bit about what it can do but maybe um, creating a little bit of space I like you know or uh, alleviating a little bit of troublesomeness in your mind you would have to shift your mindset to even be able to con you know somebody might listen to this but this is crazy but but is it you know and science is right. catching up to it and is the idea of slowing down and asking permission to humble yourself to investigate yourself is I think a philosophy people need to desperately hear right now. I would say, so interesting you saying this, because slowing down does one thing also that I think is so important, mm -hmm. and that is it turns you 
inward or it can turn you inward not that the silence does but it can slowing down can make you stop and just stopping and taking that breath or stopping and just wondering can make you be able to hear that little that inner voice which to me is a really quiet voice it doesn't override us it just offers its wisdom when we slow down or when we get quiet enough to hear and I believe that that's one of the biggest gifts too and that's what people feel when they go into nature help of people when they get there usually usually except we have the access to our phones and and all the um, you know but when we really want to we can just feel so much and I think that that's um, a gift and I think that um, just being able to take a breath and stop and say um, should I go forward or not let me back up and ask you how okay so if when we started talking and people were like okay so it's a it's an imprint it's a vibrational it's vibrational medicine yes right? it is so it's vibrational medicine because the flower is imprinting flower and intention are imprinting on the water but then how does that work with me like what what good does question. that mean good mm-hmm. question and so there's um a, there's something called doctrine of signatures which helps you understand the plant you're using or the flower you're using mm-hmm. and a lot of times so borage it grows around here but it dies in august so it's not as uh, as um it's not like i think indigenous to our area because of that but it has this little slope to it and it kind of droops and everything about it is very soft and kind of looks down and that's for depression and sadness and for up but for upliftment and so it doesn't show you like looking up to the uh, sun it shows that downward kind of turn that you would have maybe if you were walking around sad you know the mm. shoulders slump it has like that kind of feel to it it has to have some support usually while it's growing mm-hmm. and so oftentimes Sometimes you kind of know by looking at the plant. Sometimes you know by the petals it has, the mm-hmm. color it has. So, and also we kind of follow the, the chakra system, the, the energy centers, the seven, just the seven main energy centers. So we know it goes to different places. It's still to me magical and a mystery. But what about does that, that mean? Okay, so so if I take it, so if you say took I'm it, I'm like a little sad, and I went to you, and I know there, there could be other things. Just let's just keep it real simple for someone who's never right. heard flower essence before. Right. You say to me, borage would be a good idea is that going to make me more sad no like what does not, this not flower knowing. essence do so flower essences are a high vibration okay okay they have that pure because just go back to what i had said in the beginning about the seed having mm-hmm. no mind to, to send well that's one of the reasons why it has such a high vibration high vibration comes into you and it goes to places that might be lower vibration to to kind of up to speed up the vibration. I like to say, if you're making a cake and you have one of those beaters in your hand and you have it in the cake thing, if you lift it up, that high vibration sends out all the little pieces of cake. Yes. Well, that's how I think about flower essences. It comes in through the nervous system, it comes down, and as it, um, it, and it gets like, starts beating really fast and mm-hmm. starts sending things out into the system. So into your consciousness, into your awareness. It starts to send out little messages or it goes into a, a place that's vibrating a little lower and and can raise it so what happens is maybe you um maybe you start to feel a little bit better maybe you don't even have to you know process anything to feel better you just Mm -hmm. kind of feel a little bit more cared there's uh, archangel which is angelica made of the moonlight that um i love so much and this one makes you feel safe in the world and honestly you do it feels to me like an archangel's behind me hugging me Mm. but i also feel it gives you more trust and i know someone who couldn't get out of their house uh they were just having all of a sudden just came up with this anxiety took it for a month and came down here got themselves their own room came to the workshop i was uh, my, my teacher was actually giving i was hosting with a rented car drove herself and she goes in she walks in and she says i'm here because of archangel so it can be that powerful in, in but it's not but let's say just go back to you you're sad it wouldn't just be one thing but if you did just take one thing mm-hmm. it could still work um, and the other thing about it is if you're taking the right formula just like in homeopathics mm-hmm. and herbs it really does get to the point and it can show you if there's a witnessing that can occur and it can show you sometimes um, I'll just take myself for example I took one of the drop one of the drop like I think one or two times I took my essence mm-hmm. when I first did this and um, I took this essence and all of a sudden the person with me was being passive-aggressive and all of a sudden, I saw it. I didn't even, I don't even think or I even let me, what I'm hearing is you were in an environment and then with, 
So the essence, you take it, and it's kind of like that. They say that, you know, you may not know something exists, and then when you know it exists, you see it everywhere. Even if yes, it's just like exactly. Awareness a can is of everything. soda. You right. know what I mean? Right. We've all had that example in our life. They're like, we never knew that sandwich shop was on the corner, and now you know everybody that goes there. Something Perfect like example, that. yes. So the flower essence sort of brings that. Now, right. It can. I can't say it does to everybody. Sure, but, but that it would be, can. That and would what, be yeah. one way to understand it. Right. Is that fair? Yeah, so well, let's go back to you just for one second. You take mm-hmm. that thing for sadness. It could make you be really aware of what your sadness is. Mm-hmm. It could just make you feel better. It could make you, um, uh, I don't think it would make you more sad, but it could uh, make you just want to be really quiet and away from everybody. It can make you want to be out there and open more. All these different things, there's the whole gambit. And it's, um, but it's, but I say to my clients, when something comes forward, it's not mm-hmm. to be pressed down again. It's coming forward for you to look at or awareness. See, I think that's really the yeah. important thing because I feel like in my, one of the reasons I wanted to bring, which I, in my opinion, is one of the more esoteric, um, but not like accessible but esoteric modalities, right. is that I, I when I'm whenever I'm giving a talk or I'm meeting people, there's life is happening so fast, and people are not connected, and I'll, and the main culture is giving you things that maybe will silence the anxiety or the lack of connection, but it's not giving you any the support to undo. So it's just going to keep growing. Right. Where I feel like flower essences, if you think about a flower, a flower really isn't like a bulldozer, right? So mm-hmm. all these things that you're saying, what I, I mean, I've worked with you several times over the years in different capacities, and I wanted the audience that's listening to know that it doesn't flower essences don't move faster than is in your best interest either so you like is that a fair thing to say and i think that there's a lot of remedies out there that move faster or not in in accordance with who's taking them um meaning if you're looking for a quick fix like there is no shortcuts Mm -hmm. so flower essence i think sounds like it's more as people are listening to all the all of the options that they have that you're talking about i also want them to hear that it would be not over it doesn't have to be overwhelming like if you're someone that's in a place right now that you're feeling anxious and you hear this you might be like i can't handle that anxiety but it might they might work with you in a way that i mean i know you well can't the first speak thing you everyone. do is make them feel comfortable in their own body and safe that's like the first mm-hmm. so, so the first essence is now what could happen when you feel really safe it could be that things start to coming up for you because now you're feeling comfortable and your body wants you to shift this because it's coming up and out you don't want this and one of the things i just want to share with you is we all want to create things we want to manifest what we want we have hopes and dreams and prayers but honestly we also have things we say underneath ourselves we have our beliefs we have our stories that we carry with us and we have our emotions and our emotions lead us into you know our reality and And where would those beliefs come from so they, you know, I love the story about two little kids, four years old, running to their fathers. And the first father picks up the little girl and just swirls her around and puts her and says, oh, you're getting heavy. She puts her down and she just runs off. And the other little girl comes up and the father picks her up and says, oh, you're getting heavy, puts her down. She goes, oh, I'm getting heavy. And then she starts a lifelong journey of I'm too heavy. And what made the difference? There was no difference. It was two kids, let's say, experiencing that. We, it's what we do with what we're told and where it lands oh, wow. inside of us. Then I believe that when we don't address what lands inside us, it's still like, imagine like these little sticky things. Um, so something happens in the present moment and you still have this little sticky place that is saying these things to yourself. Right. It goes right there. You're wondering like, and the mind also is this big computer that stores everything. And in mm-hmm. one millionth of a second in every day life, it brings forward the past emotion. I've got it. Don't worry. I've got it here. I'm going to give it to you right now. And if we don't have awareness about it or we don't say, oh, I don't really want the past to come forward. I I want to change my relationship with that. And we all tell our stories. But I find now if I tell my story, I know that I'm some I'm more detached from it. So that I'm would be like it. the person that says, oh, it'll never work out for me. It'll never work right. out for me. Like that might to, to oversimplify. Or this is too easy. You know, that, right. that's a big one too. And, and, and I can't, um, this you, is we talked about asking one? for help. A big one, it all gets, it's just not easy like that. It just can't happen oh, that fast. It can't, it happen, can't happen, happen easy. That's interesting because that's the same thing, different side, right? Yes. Like it'll never yeah. work out for me and this is too easy so yeah. I can't trust it. Right. And I was thinking of that too, the to asking for help, which can be really, because I feel like some people are going to listen to this and want to be like, 
oh, how could I find her? And what was your website? Because I normally... I, Get, oh, giftoftheflowers.com. Giftoftheflowers.com. And your email's on there as well if they want to And reach. Yes, and you can reach me too. My number's on there too. You can. And um, the website will be linked with wherever you... If you found this on like my webpage or, or in the notes, you'll be able to see your name if you, you can't write this down in the moment, but it's giftoftheflowers.com. We were talking prior about asking for help and how... I'll say that, you know, one belief that I have is I'm just supposed to climb all of the mountains independently, cannot be stopped. And that sometimes um, asking for help can be difficult, but also learning when it's appropriate to ask for help was kind of something that I um, felt like was a gift I got from working with you recently is like when it's okay. So can you sure. talk about, yeah. yeah there's that. A, so that's, there's that inner knowing. Then there's also not the ego banging on the door saying, oh, look, you're failing. You know, you aren't the hero now because you have to ask for help. I think it's just the opposite. I just think that you you have to know yourself really well and you have to feel really comfortable in yourself to know I need help and it's okay because it is. We we're kind of here all along. I, it, in thinking about this, I started thinking about cells and how, you know, one cell, uh, one cells, one cell uh, animals, or what are they called? Are they called animals? Whatever they're called when they're one cell something. Oh, like a one uh, cell yeah, organism. Organism, thank you. <laughs> they, um, they, I read this, that they uh, realized that they were always in danger <laughs> because they were only one out there. And that cells started to unite together just out of their own intelligence because they really know their, their, their environment. They really communicate. And that's why when people live together, they start to take on certain things with each other and uh, because the cells are communicating with each other. And so they, at, eventually they started coming together and that's, you know, sort of how evolution, evolution. happened. Huh. So they, and they knew that they needed each other. And they, they, and I know that I sometimes speak to all my cells, but the most amazing way we could know is our immune system. When something enters our body, our immune cells, which are different from our other cells, take on the role of coming to the aid of the other cells. Hmm. And so that's your, you've got an example inside your body of asking for help. You know? That's and amazing. So, so when someone says, I'm really only helping you see yourself, yes. it's the same way as the immune system being intact. And, right. the, and a healthy body would have, would send out a true call for support from the immune system. Yes. That's a gorgeous right. example to think about help because I feel like some people may be, you know, we all have different patterns and some people may need to be more independent. So if you were to take that, if, if a body's constantly asking for help from the immune system, that's a faulty cry. That's, that's a deficiency. But if you didn't ask, then that would be a deficiency too. Right. That's really Well, good, the cells probably, example. they call out, they, you know, uh, there was a plant that was on this uh, tape. The plant was a night-blooming plant, and it got these bugs, but there were no birds out at night to eat the bugs, and that's the way the plant survived. So the plant actually called out, like, they, they send out smells and things like that for help, and the different animals that can help them or the different um, birds that help them, whatever it is, come forward. I didn't know this. Anyway, the plant couldn't really get the support at night, so it changed itself. Um, they filmed it really? into a day-blooming plant to survive. I mean, we, there's so much going on that we don't even know about in terms of the nature kingdom and all of that that it ex expresses. In, in so let's go back to the living room. You, so you are, just because um, maybe somebody needs to help them get another visual as they're listening, you were a, a married woman with two children living in, a, you know, a home suburb, in yeah. the suburbs, right? Mm -hmm. And you, for you know, you have a studio, so it kind of puts you in a little bit more of like open, right, environment because you're an artist, right? Right. And you need to follow nature, but or learn from nature, but you're not really sure what that means. And then a man walks into your your living room and starts teaching you something that will change your life. Is that right, what happened? Exactly. And how did that start? How, let's go back to that moment. Like, it didn't just. I, I'm not minimizing. It did change your life. And there's a moment from where that was to where we're sitting at this table now, right? So, so what could you tell us a little bit about um, some places that you had to crawl over inside of yourself to be sitting where you are now? Wow, that's an <laughs> <the> loaded <laughs> question. Just like everyone else, I was mm -hmm. asleep 
in a lot of ways, just like everyone else. I don't mean that everyone else in the world is asleep. <laughs> I mean, just like everyone else has, we, we have a journey to kind of, right. you know, we, we kind to of meet ourselves. Yes, exactly. Thank you. And so I was really asleep. There was a part of me that just didn't know that other things existed. I lived in my, the world I lived in, mm-hmm. but as it started to open up, I had to start looking at myself. I had to look at the part of me that always said yes, the part of me that was serving everyone else. All the different journeys, all the way through, I've been taking flower essences since I learned about them, through my teacher, through myself, through my own expression, taking courses all the time, just having, um, having an openness. I had a willingness like mm-hmm. I can look, I can look, I'm really open. When I taught and I would finish a class, I would go, what, what did I do? How did I do it? And did I reach everyone? And do, what can I do better? Mm-hmm. I didn't have an ego around any of these things. That's one thing that was true, but I did worry about it. I did have what that. What does that mean? Well, I would worry about, did I do well enough, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of my own standards. So I did have things to get rid of. I did have, um, well, and I wasn't very, yes. right, and I wasn't very grounded, which the art world really filled that. I, I grounded for art for teaching but I flew you know like flew again once again once I went into the art world and so I had to learn to ground I had to learn to to really be here and I have to say the more I expanded spiritually one of my biggest lessons was I went to uh, really think about it and meditate on it and I got the word embody and I went wow like when I went the most expansive place I could go I was sent back to this body in this way of this is where it is and then I, um, and this is recent, and I made a grounding spray for it. And I oh, made interesting. A, and I have a, a grounding essence, and um, I made a creativity spray because I wanted to share that way of being creative and grounding at the same time. Before we go into more of the sprays, I think what I would, would want to, which I think is amazing in working with you, is that the grounding really makes a difference. Me, and so yes. you might be listening to this and think like, whoa, this is so out, but you can go far out, but the whole place you need to get back to is where you are. Where we are. And yeah, and this is our opportunity to be in body. Right. You know, we have this, we, well, we, you know, no matter what our beliefs are about mm-hmm. what happens afterwards, this is still this moment in time and that we're in bodies. And I think we have to celebrate and care for it and, you know, and also uh, honor it and listen. Let me ask you a question. Say that I am someone that works. Um, I, I'm a mother. I, um, I work full time and I, I would do pharmaceutical sales. How could I, you know, and I'm not really sure that, that I can ready to leave that world. Should I just not try flower essences? Great, great question because it can work with anything. It does not interfere with anything pharmaceutical. And the only thing is if someone's in some really big process and taking heavy duty pharmaceuticals, I may say to them, uh, you know, uh, how about after you go through this particular phase? But honestly, uh, it works together. It never interacts in a negative way. It's a, it's a different way because it's energy, energetic medicine. And epigenetics talks about why does energy medicine work so well? Because we're mostly energy. Can you, you explain know? that? So each cell at the quantum level is mm-hmm. over 99 point, almost like 9% um, energy and less than 1% matter. So we really are energy bodies in this mat because, and we believe to be ourselves to be matter. We 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 believe ourselves into this body. You see it in a child how they start to be aware of their body, and little children example. will cry mm-hmm. when they have a problem. Will be happy when they don't. They don't. You know, they're like very much about this body is kind of leading them, but they're not mentally in it. Right. And then they suddenly learn, and then they suddenly learn they have a name, and they they have a look, and they have likes and dislikes, and they do all the things you do when you have um, a body. But I'm talking about a uh, a a bigger place so it kind of goes into your when you take an essence it goes into the central nervous system and it kind of disperses that way mm-hmm. and it says uh, and it's and works with the brain as well to make changes through um through i think awareness and ch- and energy because it's a higher like i said it was a higher vibration so even if you don't understand completely that kind of thing Mm -hmm. but if you go to the idea of just go into um, the quantum world of 
of cells mm -hmm. and photons and electrons. And the idea that the environment in epigenetics, they talk about the environment being everything. So think about now we're coming back up, we're forming, we're mostly energy, but we are these physical bodies with lots of things going on. And our environment plays a big part in us. And so this helps, taking this helps our inner environment. So, okay, so when you say environment, you're talking, you're back at a cellular level. level. In the inner environment, for I, the flower essences. And I read, and I really should have written it down, but in, um, Business Insider recently, I believe is where I saw it, that there is a cell, like, you know, when we started this talk, we talked about how slowing down can do a lot and how at night when you sleep, like if the article said, and if you watch this on my blog, I'll post the article. The article said, if you've ever been like, oh, my brain just can't take anymore. And then you go to sleep that night and you wake up the next morning refreshed if you had, if you had good sleep. There's actually like these cells and they begin with a G and they go through like cleaning up when there has been like left neural pathways or things that you're not using to create space. And now I'm just putting together as you're, as you're talking, if you're saying you want to make a change or there's something you're not comfortable with, or there's something you feel stuck. Like I know I've come to you when I'm like, I'm just, I'm stuck. Like I have tools. I'm, I'm pretty, I would say I've walked enough of learning about myself that I have tools and I was shocked at how stuck I was, you know? So they were saying that if you want, so what I'm hearing is if you get to that spot, you need space Wow. and flower essence is, I'm not, I didn't think of it till you described it now can help create the space that you're asking for. It's not like they're imposing themselves on you. You have to have the request for it to really work or Mm, maybe that's not a fair thing to say, but do you understand what I'm trying right. to say? Yeah, I, I, that helps to do mm -hmm. that. So one of the things you're saying, I love it because I forgot about neuroplasticity, the idea that you know we have these grooves in our brain that from habits we create. Mm -hmm. And so I, one of the things about depression, going back to that beginning, is that... Um, it's really hard to go back to the same place you live in. Let's say you were treated for depression, you go back home, and you have the same life you walk into. It's really hard in those environments mm. to make any change. It's sort of the same thing with the, with the grooves in our brain. And because there's all these things going on to help you get to stay in that place, which is the chemistry you create around it and the things that are cut off because you're depressed and things that are turned on. Right. And so these neuroplasticity is the, the thoughts we have and the way we see things and the over and over and over again. And the brain goes, I got to remember this because this is important. This, they're doing this over and over again. Hmm. And so they create a, uh, a neuropathway for it. Right. The great news is if you ignore that neuropathway, it starts to dissolve. Just like you're saying, cleaning house. Mm -hmm. One of the other ways is these neuro pathways dissolve as you create another one. And there was a doctor who had Parkinson's, and actually, for walking, he decided to create a new neuro pathway for it. And he slowly did by every time he went to stand and walk, he had to walk with consciousness. He had to say to himself, um. I am now lifting my right leg. And he would do it in a different way. And then the, I'm now lifting my left leg. And he did it over and over and over until he created his neuropathway for walking in a different way. Wow. So to me, that fed into how flower essences work. You suddenly become, I think there's a witnessing that can happen that is available with flower essences. You start to see, so I might get angry all the time. Mm -hmm. I get triggered over something. Well, one of the times you might start to like, like, realize oh this is the hole I jump in I'm gonna just stand here and observe so you might just become an observer and not change too much of it the well, next time a, you might make a another big thing. thing right there right to even see you know it's funny I'm gonna make a joke but like well right before this podcast uh, when Joe was here because he um, part of the lighthouse family and he was saying in the first podcast like I was making these noises right and I would never know that although when you record yourself you can hear it and then if you put somebody else in listening for you then it really is brought up and i think that's a good example of of flower essences right, right? it's, it's yeah. the mirror it's it's we might think like i don't know why i never get along with my spouse or i don't know why i'm always late or i can't get this and then if you're not really watching yours because watching ourselves and being responsible for it i don't think is something that is taught in 2018 or 19 when you're listening to this no basically we're taught to blame someone else right? <laughs> It's yeah. really true. Who can I blame for this? Who thing? can I blame for this? Yeah. And we have a bunch of people running around looking for somebody else to blame. Right. And and then there's going to be this collect, like what you're saying in the beginning about the sticky points. Like if you just keep blaming and looking outside, that's just, a, that's, that's a debt that's collecting that at right. some day you're going to have to balance whether you're conscious of it or not. 
right and right and i really believe that our spiritual self our our higher knowing Mm -hmm. doesn't really care when we get this right doesn't say oh you're such a cute little kid i'm going to get this now so you'll have like your you know real cushy life because we know that a lot of times what we go through really builds our character or makes us stronger even though we might not like the journey that we got there to we Mm -hmm. might like the end result and i feel that um this there's so much i i feel that we can let go of without necessarily revisiting the story without Mm -hmm. having to feel our guilt or shame or i mean you can feel that but you don't have to go into it that deeply you just have to be aware that it led you here and that you might be holding on to some things and that may be what you're saying of the witnessing that you were saying right but that's not the beginning the beginning i first make someone feel comfortable I just and the interesting thing I tell people is when I give you this really supportive essence you might feel so supported that you might start to cry or yell or scream or just like you know and uh, as a release or um, have a little sadness but you would know oh this is because I'm letting this go or what or or maybe it is and maybe I'm just going to call Ronnie and come and see why it is but honestly I remember being in my car one time and screaming Mm -hmm. it felt so good I decided to do it again and then I passed my street (laughs) remember thinking that was really fun but now I gotta turn around and go back you know but it's a perfect good example I think of knowing that there's these releases that come then releases can be as much fun as screaming or walking in the woods, mm-hmm. or running, doing yoga, talking to a friend, you know, a, a lots of different things. And I always ask people, too, what's your support system if you really want to um, just share or let go of oh, something? Oh, that's a big question. Yeah, because you really don't want, when you, one of the things that I think is the gift of flowers is that they help to make awareness. So if you're going into therapy, if you take flower essences for therapy, it helps you go to, to the therapist and know what you want to talk about because it does bring that awareness into it. What happens if you have an awareness that you need to, I mean, that you can't, I don't know if this is a fair question, but if I'm thinking of someone's listening, what can be the, some of the scariest things about awareness? To see some of the truer things about right. yourself, right? That you might be covering up by blaming other people or projecting outwards. Yeah, and I, I have to say that, um, not that I haven't done that, but I've done it in a way that I feel it, um, it's been gent- it's been gentler, and I feel that I know how I can help. Some people come in and just want to barrel through everything. Other mm-hmm. people come in and and are don't really want to. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you can support both those. And, 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 and they can also come to a place. Now, it's not an overnight. I've been doing it for a long time. Well, that's important. Partly I do it for a long time because I love them and they're right. my modality. But I just recently learned about um, some essences that you can do for physical things. I don't do this, as, you know, but, for, but I could offer it. But um, take lime, which is really around here. There are essences here that were discovered for lime. And what I do is I would get the person ready to be able to do it themselves and then Mm -hmm. my teacher has a system where you can hook into him and get the essences and I love that part I love that part when I got Fabizia I had nothing but essences to do I was by myself I was reaching out to my friends and whatever nobody wanted to help me and my teacher said do what you know you can do which was like good wake up because I was so like oh my god and um I spent a month doing essences on myself, and I felt such a difference. I mean, it took me a journey to get better, but I could really feel the difference, and I needed it because one of the reasons why I didn't want to work online was because co-infections were difficult. They interfered with the healing the Lyme, and what did I get? A co-infection. No surprise. Mm. And so I just said, oh, I understand. And this is, I really believe this is the way the universe works. You know, you finish working you, on what something. What does that mean to you? It means like, suppose you make a big discovery. You're just kind of a, you know, it may be at work, whatever it is. You might find that people start asking you about that or somebody comes forward and mm-hmm. needs that information. Mm-hmm. I really believe we're, we're, there's a synchronicity that works in life. And if we, and I have been places where it's been enhanced and I realize that's really more our way of life. We're supposed to be going with the stream and we're all connected and so you might get a phone call from somebody somebody might hand you a book i've had that somebody might say something to you Mm -hmm. somebody might come to you and i do believe that we need to start um 
focusing in on the fact that we know it exists and where in my life am I in that synchronistic flow and where am I kind of going upstream so that we could, if we wanted to, say, you know what, I don't have to go against the current. It might be showing me something. Or so, even yeah. just the possibility that you could consider that life could be easier. Absolutely. Because some, for some people, that, that even just the consideration is a big leap. Right. Because we were taught also. The other thing right. about your beliefs and stories is we're taught nothing that we haven't struggled for is worth it sometimes, you know, right. that things don't come easy. Well, that is not the truth. At least it's not my truth. I, I really believe that it doesn't mean we don't work for it. It doesn't mean we don't put out effort, let's mm-hmm. say. But it's not effort against the tide like struggling it just right. you don't have to like right. use matches when you have electricity like there's things that will require your effort you don't have to <laughs> we agree you don't have to put forth effort that is not necessary so if somebody wanted to work with you how did they how do they find you so if you go online and mm-hmm. you contact me through my email or mm-hmm. um, i think my phone number might be on there uh then we would set up an appointment and uh and meet or we could just talk on the phone or we could just exchange emails about it you can go on my website i really explain a lot of what we're the, talking the about the best way to go i do through. i think yes best just to look through it and then after you have get an idea so i also believe there's a vibration some of you might hear this and go like hmm sounds nice but i don't know other people might go wow i'm really drawn to this and i right. feel that's where the idea of help too it comes in I I was meant to go to a workshop that I didn't really want to go to, so I kept putting the magazine below all the other magazines, and honestly, it kept going to the top. The third time it did, I went, all right, I guess I have to pay attention to this. I think that's, I really believe that. That's, again, your inner voice. Some people I know just like, oh my goodness, this just resonates with me. And that's Mm -hmm. why there's so many different ways to do things in in life. And I really get that. I just end with... um, I once had my sprays out for sale. No, we haven't talked about it, but I'm just saying I make sprays with flower essences We can and talk about them oils. right now. So tell, talk, well, tell your okay. story. And then I we'll just want to tell you that I had them out to sell, and the uh-huh. first, like, I guess, 25, 30 people walked right by my booth, and I have samples. You could just come and spray yourself. <laughs> and I was looking, and I go, oh, maybe I'm going to be finishing early here. And then I go, oh, no, wait a minute. I have to just wait. for the. I really feel their vibration calls in. And, and honestly... Well, wait a minute. Where were you? I was at a teacher's convention, an art teacher's convention, where they asked us if you had other things, you could come and sell it. So I'm That's sitting there. That's not an easy arena. No, it isn't. So, <laughs> but, but all of a sudden, I said, it has to do with vibration. And as soon as I let go of judgment around the first 25 people didn't even look at it I had the most wonderful time I don't know how many people came and they were engaging and they they were asking questions they were using it and some people even bought it I mean I did I sold things but it really was my learning about vibration vibration and you have to be attuned to certain things so don't feel bad when you don't want to do something and also listen to the inner voice when it really wants to do something I, I would say that's well, that, one of the best things that's interesting because the, the quote we had talked about when we chatted before going on here is about what was it if asking for help means you really know yourself right right and that goes against everything that you're that we're taught right because right. that would be the inner voice is saying we need that going back to the metaphor of the um the immune what? system the inner voice is saying we need outside support so can you talk to me again about how outside support what do you think is a good indicator for, say, someone, again, that doesn't have any, um, maybe has never been outside the Western system to seek support? What does good support feel like to you? Wow, that's an interesting question. Hmm. I think that uh, good support is, um, again, synchronistic. I think that good support is when you are asking for help inside yourself, let's say, and you're letting go of you being the one that has to do all the uh, means by which it happens, that uh, that you can just sort of put it out there and then just trust that it's going to come forward. And I don't believe there's any one path. I believe that all the paths come together in such a synchronistic way to support us. I really do, and I think that sometimes people get one-sided or out of fear we haven't met that, mentioned that word. Right. And a lot of this is about fear. A lot of it. And is all the work I've done, fear can still come up. And I feel that when it does, I have to look at it. And I have to center in my truth. So I'm not discounting fear. But I learned very early 
Well, not that early. It could have been a little <laughs> earlier. That fear really is vaporous. When you really look fear in the face, it disappears because it's a mind game. It doesn't really exist. We are fully supported, I believe, and held in some energy that you can call anything you want. You can call it God. You mm -hmm. can call it spirit. You can call it just energy. That exists around us, and we exist in that. And I feel that that's where I'm going for my guidance and for uh, my support. And when I go to do something, I even forget sometimes that I can muscle test or douse for something. But honestly, you can just ask, is this for my highest healing, highest good? Mm. In every way, even when a doctor is sitting there telling you you have to take this medicine, you can stop and ask silently to find it out. And then you know what? If it comes out that you're taking that medicine, take it with love and appreciation. There you go. Right? And then open to something else if it mm -hmm. comes along too. And I just say stay open and you'll be the best you can be. Beautiful. Thank you, Ronnie. You're welcome. Thank you. I hope that... Um, well, I'll trust that the, the those that would those that will be served by understanding that there are options, whether it's flower essences or something else. Because I think what's one of the beautiful things about your message is that just to stay open, just like there's so many different flowers and there's different trees and the vibration of it. I, I think that you are a wealth of of information and you're a practitioner. You're an excellent practitioner, but and it's your compassion, uh, your grounded compassion that really I think is a, a beautiful invitation that you have to offer thank you can i say one last thing sure okay so there's something called rescue remedy uh -huh. right it's made by um i think fes and it's in whole foods it's even sometimes they can find it in a regular um drugstores sure and it's a wonderful flower essence but they also make it in different forms now you can suck on a candy things like that mm -hmm. but it's a flower essence that's good for when something happens when you're shocked when you fall when you're if you're in an accident if you just hear something that disturbs you mm -hmm. if you feel out of balance you just take four three to four drops of it it does have brandy and all the essences do so you can do it in different forms or just put it on your wrists but honestly i carry it around with me it's something that is wonderful kids we give it to the kids when they get really out of sorts too mm -hmm. they know to go for their rescue remedy candy so that's a great way is it like the lavender of flower essences no it does it has these specific ones to just ground you back and center you and it's five i think essences in mm -hmm. there five essences but i don't think it's lavender it's like more like but a, i mean a like steel. some people might know that like if you don't know herbs they know that oh. lavender oh yeah i'm sorry is it like, yes you know to be sorry i wasn't clear but is it kind of like if you don't you might not know flower essence but that one would be like your yes right right and it does and some herbs and flower mm -hmm. essences do do the same thing but sometimes they don't they don't yeah. interesting but, but they do they can combine together and but this rescue remedy i just love it's a great introduction to it and um it's some way that you can just keep something in your in your um in your pocketbook and if you need it and you feel it you might just be open to saying wow these little flowers just make a difference that's so. a beautiful invitation and a great first step. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank Thanks you. for coming and being on our show, Ronnie. It was a pleasure. You're wonderful. And uh, check her out on giftoftheflowers.com. And if they, you might find flower essence information, or you can send you an email if they're, you know, just curious and just say, you know, I heard about you on the Rebirth podcast and I want to learn more. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.